0: with Hello. maybe hopefully this is the first episode that all of our lovely audience can hear the intro well the, the tentative intro to podcast so don't all comment at once but um please let, let us know your feedback jesse how do i even do that audacity is that
1: ad- yeah yeah you can just like throw it on in the beginning gotcha yeah Nice. oh you're drinking coffee
0: yes, yeah, sorry i was uh sick last week um I had a cold yeah. and it just completely like flatlined me got the, for, got the covid eh no i hope <laughs> Well, i, I really I really hope not um i well, that's the thing is like you get sick these days, and, yeah, like, I know. even telling somebody like, like i was I was hanging out with this girl, um and then She's, like, awesome. And then, like... And, and then we were supposed to hang out again, like, a couple days later. And I was, like... I was, like, oh, fuck. Like, I... Like, I was, like, hey, uh, I, I'm going to have to cancel because I have, like... And I was, like, trying to really list my symptoms in a way that were not, like, COVID-specific. I was, like, I have, like, a bit of a headache. And, like, uh, I'm just really tired. But I don't have any chest pains. So I'm pretty sure it's... Not, so... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully... I mean hopefully I don't have that, but uh I'm gone I'm done for the most part. It's just kind of like my my throat. I'm just working out like the, the bullshit in the back of your throat you get after you've yep. been yep. head cold or whatever. So that's that's the situation going on in Tyler's life right now. So your cats fighting in the background, I'm so happy I have this on video. They're going at it hard.
2: Yeah, they're pretty playful.
0: Those are the same fosters you had two weeks ago?
2: Yeah. yeah. They've grown a bit. Yeah, no kidding. Cool. They grow fast, man.
0: Damn. Does they both look the same?
2: Yeah, they're pretty much identical. Uh, one's like a tiny bit bigger and its face is like a tiny bit different coloring, but they're both just like black kittens with white on their faces and feet.
0: Nice. Do they have, you call them salt and pepper?
2: No, one, I, I, they were named before we got them. Uh-huh. And we just guessed. well, I mean, I mostly just called them the kittens. Yeah, I know but you have uh, always done that. Yeah, I'm, I've always Cat. been... I just say, Cats! Kitten! Mm. Stop dog, it! Dog, quit it! <laughs> dog! <laughs> um, but uh, their actual names are Maeve and Puffin.
0: Oh, wow, that's that's a lot better than Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Salt and Pepper would be pretty basic. <laughs> well, but also... Uh, my... my... Friends have cats that look exactly like that. They're they're actually identical cats except that one of them has a mustache off to the left and one of them has a mustache mm-hmm. off to the right. And so yeah. they're called Bruce and Bond.
2: <laughs> nice. Cool. It's just like symmetrical animals, versions of each other. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly.
0: Cool. So do they have to get adopted together then? Is that kind of like a package deal then? Or...
2: Uh, I'm actually not sure. I think they can be adopted individually but should be adopted together if possible.
0: Yeah, that would be the... I mean, yeah. If you're gonna have one cat, you might as well, two anyway. Yeah, like, it's not gonna right? fuck your life up at any worse than one is, so.
2: Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I guess two cats is like double the fur and double the shit and double the. So.
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess like, but, but as far as that, like you're, like to clean a litter box, your effort is already, let's say, 80. That's true, yeah. So to clean a little bit more is gonna be like 90, you know? You're already yeah. sweeping once a week or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, totally. like My last house that I lived in with my, my cousin and his girlfriend, man, like, it was a bigger house, um, so there's a lot more room for the cat to, like, go and spread his shit around, but, like, I had vacuumed the stairs, and, like, the next day, it's like, I should vacuum the stairs, and it's just yeah. like, damn, like, this is, and so I started closing my door in my room, because I was like, fuck fur, and I was still, like, so that's why I got these Crocs, well, use that as the excuse as to why I got the Crocs, but, um, <laughs> Because, like, I couldn't walk around barefoot because it's just, like, disgusting. Ew.
2: Yeah, and you track it into your room, too. Yeah, and then your bed, and you're, just... oh, my God, this is... Yeah, man, the amount of fur, because I got a cat and then these two, well, the two kittens, I don't think they actually shed all that much because they're kittens, but mm. but uh, dog and cat, it's an enormous amount of fur, vacuum a lot, and, and just, dogs... like, little bits of litter and stuff, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just gets everywhere.
0: Or just the spite shit on the floor in front of the litter box. you just like, come on. Yeah. I thought we were better
1: than
2: that. Yeah. No. Yeah, I've, they definitely, like, they don't understand how to dig properly. No. Either. They make such, like, they just, like, kick it everywhere. Gotta get one of those... Um, rotating ones? Or one of the ones that have, like, a cover <laughs> on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Make a huge difference.
0: Oh, you got, you got three animals in screen now. Yeah,
2: I've, I've got a cat completely covering the monitor right <laughs> I now. I see it. I can't see you. So this is my life right now, man.
0: <laughs> the cat fighting, I can deal with. That would get everyone excited to, have to do work and stuff.
2: Clearly, they're not, like, super loud, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can hear anything.
2: Ex- except when they're hungry, like, in the morning oh, yeah. and, and at night, like, before they, like, when the time comes around, like, 6 o'clock, and they're like, Feed me. it's time. They know <laughs> <Yeah>. it's time. <laughs> They know Oh yeah They're like <laughs> Meow Meow It's <laughs> constant Just like constantly meowing at you You're like okay <laughs> fuck I like You guys win I will feed you
0: Just shut up
2: Can't handle it Or you try to make food yourself In the kitchen Around that time Oh yeah No chance They're it's so like, annoying or had cat They're Scratching your at your Food Yeah Scratching at your leg so like, are you are like Uh uh <laughs> Us <laughs> first please
0: What else have you been up to?
2: Um, not too much. I just finished up with my, uh, vapor exposure experiment mm. stuff. Now I'm ordering in some more rats to start experimenting with the self-administration, finally. Nice. Um, but I'm realizing it's like, it might be more complicated to be make because I gotta make a, a nicotine salt, um. To make one. Well, for them to like, self-administer, because I, I don't if I buy like a commercial one Mm -hmm. and I don't really know what's in it Mm. because most of them are like proprietary. I was actually just looking at a paper that like actually looked at what's inside or like did an analysis on like 23 different nicotine salt formulations and they're like pretty inaccurate. Like a lot of them will say they're 50 milligrams per kilogram or milligrams per milliliter. And then you, uh, then their actual measured amounts were like 35, 40, Oh my God, Jewel is like right on the mark. It's like perfectly accurate. It's the only one. But you can't use that. But you can't buy large amounts of Jewel fluid. You have to buy the pods, mm. right? And also, so Canada's also just like changed um, the laws. So now Joule can only sell um, their lower.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two point oh two five or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, one
2: point five percent or or uh, twenty no eighteen milligrams per milliliter I think is what it is, um, which is much lower. And they only sell it in like the tobacco flavor, which I kind of want to avoid flavors at first, at least if I can. I want to get like a pure Mm stuff, so I can have like a perfect vehicle for it too. Can just mix together some PG VG and yeah. Yeah, So yeah, but uh, but yeah, I was just like looking online at some of the stuff, and it might be a little more complicated than i thought i kind of thought i'd just like throw some nicotine into some pgvg and but uh i don't know i need to talk i've got to contact with some people that are doing it but hopefully they know what they're doing i get the feeling that a lot of people don't know what they're doing and so yeah. that might be
0: well and i like, got to figure out i i couldn't imagine well like you said like if you if they're the company is saying this is what's in it and then they're wildly inaccurate, mm-hmm. uh, like the chances you're going to talk to somebody who actually knows what's going on is going to be almost nil because almost probably almost all those guys will be like, oh, our company website says da, 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 da. <clears throat> so well, that. Well, it's crazy because
2: like the the company I was looking at, um, there's a company called Nude Nicotine that's like they actually provide nicotine salt for a lot of the companies that make right. nicotine salt like kind flavored sort of pods and sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but they were way off and they actually provide like testing and stuff for your own like if you wanted to make your own thing and send it Mm. to them like they'll test it like they they have like all the analytics figured out and yet their stuff wasn't accurate which makes me think maybe it's like a maybe it's a production or like a maybe it breaks down over time kind of thing Mm -hmm. which i I know it does but it shouldn't if it's like airtight so it like oxidizes and Nicotine transforms into this other stuff called nicotyrene, which has other metabolic wow. stuff that goes on. So
1: all sorts of shit. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. So I got to figure all that out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there there is another. There's another like a few other labs that are doing similar research. So mm. um, I just got. I, I haven't actually emailed them yet, but I got CC to uh, a group that um has been making their own salts so i'm gonna see if they know what they're doing and i mean, think they, they should know what they're doing they're, they're
1: pros so yeah hmm. hopefully get
2: the right stuff but yeah um yeah it's interesting It's gonna be lots of experimentation trying to trying to see like what what the rats want because yeah I know, like, like, with humans research, with, like, cigarette research, like, mm-hmm. there's been, like, you know, 100 years of trying to get tobacco to be exactly what humans want. Yeah. Right? Like, all the different formulations and, and com- things that they add to it, like, cigarettes, they add so many things right. to try to make it as addictive as possible, right? And so trying to match that with vaping and then match that with humans, or with rats, sorry. Mm. <laughs> it's a whole other thing. So, like, I don't know what concentration they're going to want. I don't know what, um, like, what ratio, of like, what pH. Because that's another thing is, like, all these nicotine salts, their pHs are all over the place, too. Right, right, right. Like, I don't know what ratios of um, salt they, they actually want, either. Because, mm. like, that new nicotine yeah. company, they sell, like, three different ones. They saw, like, a smooth one that's, like, super smooth. They saw one that's got, like, a little bit of hit, one that's got lots of hit. So they, like, used different pHs to make it, like, burn a little bit. Because people like the burn after a while. Really? Yeah. Actually, like, that was something that was found with cigarettes, too, was, like, in, like, the 60s and 70s and stuff, they were trying to figure out what the perfect proportion of, like, nicotine salt to base was. Right. And, uh... Like, cuz like cigars are like basic, right? They burn yeah, the yeah, lungs. Yeah. You're not, you don't even take you don't even put it in your lungs. You just absorb it through your mouth. Um but uh, if you like make the more acidic, you make it the smoother it is. Mm. Um it but burns. if you make it so smooth that it doesn't like that you don't even notice it. Like people actually get addicted to the burning sensation. Mm. Weird. They like it. Right? Cuz it's associated with the nicotine. Yeah. They start to like the burning. burn right, right. like a cue that That's they weird. start to like that's why a lot of people that like that uh, vape nicotine base like they don't like nicotine salt because it doesn't give you that mm-hmm. hit um yeah, it doesn't but you can that. get it to give you that so I, man it's such like a there's so many like variables to try to um try to optimize
0: <clears throat> that's uh, a. it that sounds like you got your work cut out for you like that could be a whole full-time job in itself for, like a, i know
2: oh yeah definitely I'm getting in some rats just to play around and try to you can't just
0: make your own like just straight up like
2: I can but and I probably will that's the the plan is to make my own but then it's like okay but (laughs) how close is this to what's actually being used yeah yeah um and then is it like correct like gotta make sure that the nicotine and, and the like different salts use different acids to like produce the salts right so, I'm going to try to, like... We're going to try to mimic Jewel as close as I can. If, mm-hmm. Just because it's the most popular. Or was the most popular. I think it still is, but... You know, disposables are now becoming, like... The most popular.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Which is which is really weird to me. Like, I don't know why disposable would be... Like, when you say disposable, you talk still talking about Jewel pods? Or, like...
2: Well, it's or kind like, of a like new... The
0: full disposable unit itself.
2: Yeah. Disposable unit. Like, so, it's like a whole... It's basically they build the pod into the device. Yeah,
0: why would that ever be more popular than, like, a Juul?
2: So, the, the main reason is because um, uh, recently flavors have been banned. Yeah. Uh, like, last year, flavors were banned for all these pod devices. Uh, but disposables, but disposable managed, disposables managed to somehow, I, I don't know who, like, who paid who, oh, but to, uh, for the FDA to classify it as the same... As like those like, uh, those like little like nicotine inhaler things. Oh, those like, like the hospital ones. Shit. And yeah, like those ones that you used to see commercials for them. That they're just like,
1: oh, yeah, they're yeah. not
2: an e-cigarette. They're like, yeah. they're just like a. Anyway, they got they got put into that category, <laughs> and so you could still ha- sell them with flavors. And so like, if you look at like the disposable, like an, like, uh, what's the oh, puff bar is like puff a really bar. popular one. Look at what they look like. They look and ta- and like smell exactly like candy. Uh like they look amazing. They look delicious. Oh
0: God, plus they look freaking fun as hell to use.
2: Oh, it's like it's perfect. It's like so like obviously marketed to children. Well, and it's straight
0: <laughs> like, blueberry, banana, mint. Like they yeah. they basically just were just like, oh wait, so you're banning this? Okay, perfect. Yeah, so they're like, hold
2: gonna... on, let me. Yeah. They're like, let me get this straight you're banning all of the companies that are making anything but this so we just like got a monopoly on the child like on the the oh like teen preteen market so like all these companies just went hard making all these disposables that are like well, super flavored
0: that in the next 12 like six months probably jules not gonna have their thing anymore because like everybody like if you don't adapt to this model because oh yeah, because Jewel's hey not fucked. only is it like um not like 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 like, the biggest thing back, like, even when they banned cigars, flavored cigars, right? That was a huge upset. And then that's mm-hmm. when Juul and, like, these other kind of, like, things came up. Like, the vapes, because you get different vape juices. Well, mm-hmm. now they've banned that. Like, these guys basically have that whole area. And so now, I, like, I would imagine Juul's probably just like, okay, we're switching to disposable because, like, we're going to lose probably all of our market, like, why why would anybody use this versus one of these, you know?
2: Yeah. I I think Jewel will probably not because like they've already had to deal with so much like like their their company's basically been killed by the laws, the new laws and stuff. And uh, uh to the point where um I, I'm sure disposables will be banned within like by next yeah. year. Well that's, thing. that's the other thing I was gonna say. they are not gonna ramp up yeah all the manufacturing and stuff, get that figured out only to have it banned. So I'm sure it will be banned. It just was like a nice. It was a, for the, for those companies to just like it was nice for them. Yeah. To just like have this nice little area, nice little pocket Niche. of making a huge amount of money. Yeah.
0: Um, I could imagine like like the FDA or whatever is probably just like fuck, like you know, yeah, like, I know. just <laughs> constantly because I don't know what lawyers would be involved with like this puff bar thing, but like you know, you gotta imagine you got some pretty smart people to be like, hey, wait a minute, this isn't covered, therefore boom, right? And then yeah. they're going to ban this and then they're probably going to find some other like off branch and be like, so immediately it's just going to, the FDA is probably just pissed off right now. I can imagine. It's them.
2: like whack-a-mole, man. Yeah, exactly. goes like, trying to set regulations and it's just like loophole, loophole, loophole. They'll, I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out, but it will take them a while. And then they, the FDA also just moves really slowly.
0: Oh yeah. Well, it's a government body versus these guys yeah. are all p- private companies. They can do whatever the hell they yeah. want, really. Exactly. As long as they play within the rules.
2: Yeah. The one thing though that they can't really regulate is the is that they're sell, people are selling the liquids separately.
0: Oh, I right? see. So that's a lot. So like
2: still. you can just fill a little pod, right? Or you right. can fill you can the you can buy never. like you can buy refillable pods. Yeah. And then you can buy like a big bottle of something and yep. you can sell that in whatever <laughs> quantity you want because you can just say it's not meant to be smoked. It's meant for right. skin or something. I don't know. Skin.
0: <laughs> meant for essential um, oil burners.
2: Yeah, so you can buy it in like you can buy it way higher quantity or concentrations. Wow. So you can buy it like hundred milligrams per milliliter. Um,
0: I don't know how I like because this like banana ice cool mint like I would be so far deep in this rabbit hole of like smoking. These I know. Things. I don't know how I because i even had a jewel before. Like um, mm-hmm. for my buddy's wedding, I bought one because. Like, for me, whenever I start drinking, I lose, like, all inhibitions, obviously. Um, yeah. And then, of course, somebody always has a stealth or a jewel or whatever. And as soon as I get, like, one puff off that, I can pretty, like, the whole night I'm just going to be fiend. I'm just going to be like, hey, uh, you know, <laughs> one of these, you know, come on over here. Yeah. And then, like, it, it's... And then the next day I wake up and I and I'm just so sick. Like, my throat is just messed yeah. up, like, all that stuff. And so I bought this jewel for that wedding, used it, like religiously the whole time and then gave it I was like this this is not mine you here you go and they're just like what? And I was like no nah, I don't want it like and so uh I've somehow like kept it to like almost like a party drug sort of thing. Yeah. But jeez, like, it's like i so don't know, cheap man. too. That's like
2: that's the or the disposables <laughs> too. It's like seven bucks and you get like um it's the equivalent of like two and a half pods or something. Cool. Wow. Oh. Because it's like it's more. It's like a larger. Because right. if it was just one pot it would be pretty Right. Like, right. Expensive. But um But yeah, they like they smell incredible. Like, get like a mango one or like a what was the other one? We had like a melon one or something. They're like the colors are just like I, I have such a sweet tooth and I really yeah. like candy. And yeah. like sour candy and like fruity candy and these things like <clears throat> Just looking at it, I'm just like, ooh, I want to try. But it's like, what? Wait, wait. <laughs> like, it's just crazy that like, I'm s- trying to, I'm researching this crap. and You're like <laughs> and addicted to it. And I'm like, I want to try that. That's crazy.
0: I wonder if you have like some kind of For workers' it. compensation like, if you're just like like worker safety. Get it? If you're just like addicted, addicted to, to this thing, here.
2: no, <clears throat> no. Like I like I know not to try it just because I know it's so addictive, but.
0: I love it's the just, fact that they have um, like 17 flavors and yet some sad fuck is still going to buy tobacco flavored. Like, yeah, like totally. what is with you? You know, why would you ever do tobacco? Fl- like,
2: <laughs> Those are the flavors that haven't been banned. So <laughs> yeah, I guess if, so. Uh, if they do get a flavor ban, they can just remove everything except for the tobacco flavor. They probably <laughs> don't sell a lot of it. No. I guess maybe if you are, if you are somebody that's trying to quit cigarettes yeah. and you want something that's as similar as possible.
0: Yeah, and I guess you're trying to quit That's everything. probably, why. probably yeah. like, no flavors, etc. That that would make sense.
2: Yeah. Because, oh, I mean, people definitely do start to like yeah. everything about a cigarette after a while. Right. Flavor, the smell, the I, I will actually say, do like... I like the smell of um, tobacco burning.
0: I like the smell of unburnt, like, vanilla-flavored tobacco is super yeah, good smelling. Same. And then like i i like bought a pipe like a legitimate like pipe or what like this was mm-hmm. and uh tried smoking it and It tastes like shite but you know i think myself into thinking it was i it was, it was really cool for being an 18 year old with a wooden pipe smoking my Of course
3: yeah.
0: um definitely <laughs> um it does smell really cool it's also it's kind good. of badass like i don't know i kind of like the lure yeah. of like like you know <laughs> i keep thinking about like myself in the future and being like man when I have a house and I have a room with like old leather chairs and I have like a jar of like the pr- finest nicotine picked from whatever the finest tobacco bushes in the world, you know, packing a
2: uncured tobacco in yeah. your in your scotch.
0: Yeah, exactly. That I was like yeah. eighteen making like minimum wage, sitting on the balcony with like this old <laughs> fucking jacket on.
2: This is the... Just emptying cigarettes and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Built to tie there, Freaking popper city. <laughs> um, uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say, not, not fine.
2: leather chairs. No, cured, no, no, fine no, cured no, no, no. We're going, we're going too go.
0: far. No, now I've definitely forgotten. Shoot, <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: huh? probably not as cool as it it was. Um,
2: that's all right. You'll remember dude, later. Have
0: you ever had a- Oh, well, I guess point not you don't do any of that stuff. But um, I was just out with some buddies. Like this was maybe two years ago, and uh, I was like, "Hey, does anyone have any gum?" He's like, "Well, I got a piece of Nicorette," and I was just like, "Oh, why not?" Like that sounds like it'd give me. He's like, "Yeah, I'll give you a buzz," and I was like, "Oh, sweet, why not?" I got like, like nicotine sickness almost immediate. Like I was, I was like, "Dude, this is, this is like, but like I am." getting nauseous and woozy and i didn't even really notice it was that either because we were drinking at the time too obviously i was just like chewing this and all of a sudden i was just like i feel like shit like what is yeah and i was like oh my god i gotta spit this gun like this is like poisoning me it's it's crazy like what that hmm. stuff is
2: those nicotine replacement therapies like yeah nicorette um the patches and stuff oh it's a lot of nicotine
0: dude i i oh jeez.
2: and you can't really like like when, when you're smoking it you kind of get to like uh Titrate your blood, like you can kind right. of control how much you're getting into your system, pretty because yeah. it hits you really, really fast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with the gum, it's kind of a, it's just a lot, and especially if you don't know what what's going on. <laughs> Patch the things, it's the same thing. It's like it's a slow, yeah, release of a large amount. It's no, kind of it like edibles almost. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, it it kind of hit done.
2: you with like more than you.
0: Yeah, I anticipate. I like, oh God, like it, it was like ruined my night almost. I was like Jesus. Yeah. Spit it out, and I felt, like, fine, like, after, I don't know, half an hour, an hour, but I was just like, whoa, I don't, no, 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 no. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've never tried that.
0: Oh, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, so, the one thing I could probably, possibly get back into any of my smoking things was if they, if I could somehow get a reliable source of grape Swisher Sweets cigars in. Because I had a puff, like this was a guy who, like massive house in Cologne. like he, he's like been in business, like owns many, many businesses. Um, He has a line where this guy will ship him like Swisher Sweets, Swisher Sweets, out of the States to his house. So he's got like boxes of the stuff. When I was over at his house, like, I invited to go for dinner or whatever with my family. And you know, we're downstairs, he's got like an underground garage like all of these nice cars and then like a little section with like a hookah and like his little c- cigar smoking room. And I was like, this is mm-hmm. badass. And then he pulls out the Swisher Sweets and I was like, whoa, like I haven't ever seen one of these. I didn't expect like, like that, like, you know, the, the flavored cig- cigars that, you know, we used to smoke tire. I don't know if you've ever had any, but, um, those were like mildly flavored. Like, you know, it was still very overpowered by cigar flavor. You could tell it was just like, yeah. whatever. still kind of gross. This stuff was like literally smoking candy. I was just like, what is like, what? Like, no one of these got banned. Um, that would be the only thing I could possibly see myself like indulging in every, every mm-hmm. so often would be like a grape swisher. That was just just incredible.
2: Yeah. I, I do remember when I was younger, Oz had the hookah. Yeah. I remember so, that. So I remember using the hookah quite a lot. I never felt anything. Um, yeah, but I did like I enjoyed the like the flavor <laughs> of it and everything because you get all these different flavors. Um, and So it was just like a cool, exp- or like a cool yeah. sensation. But it's amazing because like with ju- uh, with a hookah, you you consume quite a large amount of nicotine because it you know you you go for like an hour just yeah. like drawing large amounts and trying to blow smoke rings and all that, and it's really really smooth. You don't really notice it. Mm-hmm.
0: Want well, to taste with
2: me? Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's funny that I never really felt anything. I feel like maybe young, like the younger you are, the less you feel it, maybe at first or something, or uh, or maybe it's just I mean maybe it's just a really subtle feeling. Um. Mm. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. Um.
0: Was, yeah. Like I, 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 I definitely remember. definitely
2: see the appeal, and I can see why kids like it because I, I was the one of them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I remember uh, going to Oz's place, and I think you and Ty maybe had had the hookah like the night before, and I missed that night, and I was like super. I was like, "Man, this is." I just want like, I just want like try it just to like see it, and it was just like a, a raw, like gross tobacco water thing, and I like I was like, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like the most <laughs> disgusting taste I've ever had in my in my life." Like it was yeah, it blew get my mind grosser over store.
2: time for sure. Oh, yeah,
0: like it was just basically like, huffing bong water. Um, yeah. No thanks. But, uh, no, I've been to, there's a hookah bar here in Kelowna. I went there, like, a few years ago with a buddy of mine. And, uh, like, I didn't really feel much. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, oh, this is kind of like, I mean, at first I was kind of like, well, you can't drink. So, it was kind of like a waste of time. Like, just, <laughs> it's just like, what are we, it's like, man, of sucks. And like, we're going to sit here for, like, an hour while this puck, like, burns. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I guess it was kind of fun. I couldn't imagine those places are going to be open during COVID. Like, gee. Basically. yeah
2: definitely not um yeah unless they figured out some kind of like really quick disposable yeah your mouthpiece yeah i know like when i uh anytime i give blood they still use like the mouth uh, thermometer they have like an attachment that they replace right so i guess you could oh, i don't know you're breathing in i don't yeah, know that would be a tough, um wow. yeah is uh are they are, is, see she's just still flavored like if you go to the
0: I haven't been in, 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 like, years ago. So, okay. Um, I'd have to, I mean, I'd imagine it would be. Because shisha is, like, like, is that tobacco, or? Yeah. It, it
2: is, is, yeah. Okay. So, I, I I'm curious. I'm sh- I feel like it should be banned still, the flavored tobacco. It's tobacco, like, rolled in flavored molasses, I think, is traditionally what it is.
0: Yeah, maybe it's, like, well, I guess it depends, because it could, could it be the same thing as, like, the nicotine salts, where you just buy it, and it's like, well, it's meant for your skin or some shit.
2: Yeah, maybe, but, um, I don't know. I think if you're selling an actual tobacco product, it's gotta be, uh, I don't think you can mix it with stuff. Or maybe, maybe you can sell it. Like the, like... you, you might be able to sell it separately. Yeah. Like the stuff you roll it in. Um,
1: I don't know. Um, whatever.
0: So, okay, so, like, when you smoke a hookah and you're doing, like, the, the original hookah stuff, the shisha, I guess is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Is that just tobacco? Or, like, is there something else? Well...
2: I think it's just tobacco. Oh, okay. It's tobacco with, with like, a syrupy... Gotcha. Flavoring that it's been rolled in. I think it's tobacco. You can get, like, tobacco-less stuff where right. it's, like, different, but... Because um, hmm. uh, I know, like, some people will... Use like aloe vera or some <laughs> shit for <Really>? lungs. <laughs> and you're like, huh. yeah, this is good. This will, this will help my lungs. Like, <laughs> anything... aloe vera works the same in your lungs as it does <laughs> <Yeah>. your skin. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Cannabis, hashish, and opium. Damn, you can smoke opium through hookah.
1: <sighs> I guess that makes sense. Wow. Oh, man,
0: hookahs look so cool. <laughs> like, just like the.
2: It's like, ever since wa- watching, like, Alice in Wonderland. It's yeah, it's like, whoa, that thing's cool.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine they got freaking any backlash over that.
2: Well, I think the first, like, Alice in Wonderland was written in, like, the yeah, back when cocaine was the 1800s, still legal. I think. <laughs> yeah, it was like Victorian, right?
0: So, so weird, like, how some kids' things, man, like, you're just like looking at the, like, oh, Ring Around the Rosie's just like a bunch of, talking about a bunch of dead people. Like, yeah, that's kind of depressing
2: yeah i'm curious actually so what, uh when you learned to learn ring around the rosie how does it, it does it go uh ring around the rosie what do you say there do, like do you say po- ashes or do you say husha ashes ashes we will fall down
0: honestly i don't even i think it was just kind of like i a man they'll fall down you know like it's just like a, okay like I, when
2: i was a kid it was husha which I think is, it's like supposed to be like ashes. not I think hush. we did say ashes, like, ashes. but I don't but know I if we really ashes, knew what ashes what. Like, yeah, like I that. think ashes is the original version. I right. think, um, where you'd like put at. I don't know if it was like, it was to, or it's because you do you burn the bodies. I guess. Right. Yeah. You fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm try, uh what, what was it? Was it for like
1: typhoid or something? Or um, some, one of those. Bad diseases.
0: Pneumonic plague. Bubonic and then the, the, yeah. the black plague. That's a okay. black plague. Black death. Bumonic?
2: Yeah. Bubonic plague. I think it's that, the same yeah. as
1: the black death. Oh, yeah. Black death. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Bring around those results. Little... Weird. Pretty
2: crazy.
0: um Have you read Breath by James Nestor? Heath, maybe? breathe yeah i have have. okay sweet what did you think about that book because i'm reading it right now i'm like maybe
2: i think um there's i think about half of it is like total bullshit (laughs) um but i think some of it's good like i know it's like there's some things in there that like i think the uh the whole like mewing thing there's a whole section on mewing okay which i think is not uh that's like oh it's like a way of holding your throat that's supposed to like um, change the structure of your nose or something by putting pressure on your on the mm-hmm. roof of your mouth I don't I think that's like pretty much entirely made up I don't think there's any actual right uh, um, anything any like actual evidence evidence of that uh, and there's several things like that there's like definitely some uh, what, was, what was another one? Oh, he he talks about like some studies on monks where like they were able to like stop their hearts hmm. Um I don't think that's true.
0: <laughs> or like the
2: maybe like, like, maybe like a 200-year-old study or something. Right. Uh, or or yeah, some of those like some of those claims of being able to heat your I know there there is examples of people heating their bodies with breath, but it's not very extreme. Like it's <clears throat> well like, 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 like it's like, not like Wim Hof
0: right. <clears throat> yeah,
2: exactly. Like Wim Hof, even the studies that have been done on him have been um pretty like uncontrolled. Um, there's only really a couple that are, uh, that are like pretty legit where Mm -hmm. he, like the, the one that's really amazing that he did was the, uh, uh, where they injected something that was supposed to make him feel sick. Right. And then he taught a bunch of people his method and they were injected and they didn't feel sick. Mm. Um, but uh, he doesn't actually have any, like, I don't think he's actually has any like physiologically Unique, yeah. I know, I know, like, like his method itself is a kind of a, um, a version of an older, like, uh, method used by monks mm-hmm. in Tibet or something, right? Because
0: um, my my whole thoughts about the whole thing, and this is kind of like an interesting like thing, and and this is where I think it gets a little like you know wishy washy and not really backed by mm-hmm. science and all that kind of crap, um, but like. And again, you have to call me out if I'm fucking yeah, crazy no here. I i don't really have any scientific background about this. But like, so, like, because you've heard like the law of attraction and like, you know, like, I don't know if you ever read the book The Secret or anything like that, where it's just like, no. oh, like there's been...
2: I don't, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I hate, I kind of hate yeah. that stuff.
0: But, you, you know, like, like it was kind of like, oh, like the universe, if you just put good vibes out there, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, And like the one thing that I can kind of see is like... So, like, your brain, right, as, like, it's just, like, this fucking thing, you know? It controls everything. Um, but That's it's so just that like... sums up my entire field of <laughs> yeah, neuroscience. Yeah. It's just this fucking my thing. My brain is just this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, nobody really knows what it is. Um, and, like, like any kind of living thing, like, the shit that you feed it, I guess, is going to make it, like, healthier or unhealthy or whatever. Um, and one of the things, like, my counselor was saying, too, is, like, there's a story of this guy. Again, it's a story of my whatever. Um and he had like this sickness or whatever, and he like went to this like you know he was trying to find a cure for this fucking sickness and uh and you know he like went overseas and like talked to this dude and um the dude ended up doing some kind of like you know kind of like snake oily just kind of like bullshit stuff, but it made the guy like actually believe <clears throat> that he was going like getting better like he actually placeboed basically into feeling that he was getting healed go back to like the Canada or U.S. or wherever the hell he was going, talks to his doctor, and, and, you know, this guy's, like, made bounds of recovery, um, essentially, from, like, when he first saw that doctor, like, you, you're gonna die, like, a week or whatever. comes back to him, and he's, like, a month later, and he's like, man, I feel so much better, da, da, da. He tells the doctor, like, what happened, and the doctor's like, no, no, no that's all fake. Like, you're, that's, da, da, da. And the dude died, like, a week after that, because, like, you know, like, his entire thing just got shot. Now, the rational point of me is, like, well, the sickness probably just killed him. <laughs> Um, but, you know, like the the other side, like, you know, especially after reading like these, this book on like well, reading, currently reading breath or breathe, or whatever the fuck it's called. And then like all mm-hmm. these other kind of like things, you know, law of attraction, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like, I wonder if there is like some like aspect of like, you know, like, like placebo in your brain into like thinking that like, you know, you can do things like, you know, the claims that maybe not to the extreme of some of that things, but even at a micro scale, I totally believe in some of that aspect because, if i go from like a smaller scale and i go the opposite way if i'm like like okay first of all if i'm like a super negative person um like if you just look at people that um like hurt themselves physically or whatever let's say you have like a like a leg injury and you're a negative person to the point where you're like you're playing the victim card and you're doing all that kind of shit right i can almost guarantee you you're going to be off better like worse off for a very long time like you're probably not going to get healed for like, cause you're just not trying to do anything for it. You're, you're just not setting like yourself up to like action on any of that, you know, that kind of stuff. Whereas if you're super positive about the injury, you'd be like, man, I'm going to get better da, da, da. do all these things. And you're like, basically though, that shift is just in mindset. Like that's just what you're telling your brain. Either I want to do this or no, no, poor me. It's this sucks, da. whatever. So like on a micro scale, that kind of works like, you know, those not the positive vibes, but you can kind of see what I'm saying. So yeah. I can kind of see like how, like maybe maybe the placebo is just so much more greater of an impact than like we we think it is, but it's one of those things we can't really like study it either, right? Like it's because we don't know what the fuck the brain's doing. Like so that that's like my kind of take on the like thing. That's why like I get kind of interested in some of this stuff is because even for myself over the past year, like doing counseling and stuff like that, and kind of seeing like and trying to become a more positive person and just kind of like doing all that and like reading all of these self help books that, um, you know essentially boil down to like be a better person and better things will generally happen to you i like i fully believe that <clears throat> because uh you know my counselor says like like oh think of yourself as like a giant satellite dish right if you're projecting like negative emotions essentially like that everybody else is going to see that <clears throat> like you know you ever go into a room with somebody and they just look pissed off and you're just like well this guy's mad like this is going to be a nightmare or whatever right versus if you go into a room and like someone's got, like you know there's cheery and happy like mrs cameron wasn't grade for right you go to that room and you're just like fuck this class is gonna be good, you know, like that's like the satellite dish that you're projecting. So if you're constantly projecting like that negative kind of attitude or whatever, no doubt that like everybody else is like, you know, just like the physical things in the world are going to like react to that. Right. That's kind of like my thoughts on like the whole thing. So that's why like, I kind of give some merit to like the, some wild claims that like, you know, I hear when it's just like, Oh, like just think better and you'll heal yourself of this and that. you know, I'm still very much scientific based but to some point I don't know it's like okay I can understand how science we, this, there's no evidence to back this up but at the same time there's really no evidence to explain like, why some people just have like these miracles either right so that's like kind of where I'm like that's like what I'm trying to understand like, like or, or just see if like you know that's the case or whatnot so I'm interested in your thoughts on that or if you just think I'm fucking crazy
2: oh um so I mean there's definitely going to be an element of truth to pretty much everything yeah. um nothing's really black and white i think uh um as far as so okay positivity there's a lot there <laughs> yeah there's a lot there i'm trying to think of where to where to start here so placebo is has been quite well researched and and it certainly is a powerful um thing and i, I, th- I think actually uh when it comes to uh, a lot of like really impressive physical feats of humans. So much of it is mental that yeah. if you do believe that you have the magical elixir that gives you the power to do this, that actually is a, a, an incredibly powerful thing. I think that's why Wim Hof is able to break all these records. One yeah, of the main reasons is that he believes it. in his yeah. method so freaking strongly. He's like, like he's a hundred percent sure that it's, that it's correct. And that's why it works, you know? <laughs> uh, and, and placebos certainly like placebo's work. Really well, not just for the people taking them, even but for you know, if you uh, placebos are also given for children, right? Right, and the parents, the, the effect of the placebo is extreme, <clears throat> like even more so in some situations, more right. powerful on the parents just thinking that their kid, yeah, has been given the miracle drug, right? Um, so it's not necessarily, but I, I think, uh the, the majority of it is just like you believing it's it doesn't actually even have to do with the placebo helping you it just has to do with the way you're looking at it mm-hmm. so it's it's not actually like even necessarily helping um right. that being said there are some physiological effects that can result from that
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and i think a lot of that is is probably endorphin based i think uh especially when it comes to like positive effects there's also negative effects but um <clears throat> but uh your body has natural ways of dealing with pain for instance mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um through endorphins and encephalins and there's these things which are uh, they're the endogenous the the naturally occurring like opium or opioids or um morphines in your body right that's what in, uh endorphin stands for endogenous morphine mm-hmm. which is like a naturally occurring morphine like chemical in your body mm-hmm. and positivity is associated with more of that type of um, chemical. Those chemicals, where where you, you know, if you are happier, if you are, you can you can produce more of them. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if that's been really really well studied, but I, I suspect that I know depression is associated <clears> with <throat> um, inflammation and less of those things. So it makes sense that, optimal, or and, and it's also not necessarily. Uh, a one way road it right. might be that if you naturally have more endorphins then you 're going to be a happier person mm-hmm. um and so you recover better so it's it's right. actually more of a it's actually like the it's not that being more positive helps you or like it 's not like it's not like it's a uh well you just need to be more positive and then things will work out it's more like things actually just work out for people that are are you people that are naturally have a disposition to be more positive mm-hmm are luckier <laughs> and end up with more positive outcomes. Um, and I think uh, that, you know, that might work for um, certain injuries where, you know, you think you've been given something and it kind of gets you excited and you think it's helping you and that makes you happier. And then you end up with more endorphins and then you feel like you have less pain and then you right. can do more. Um, I, I, and, and then the other thing you were talking about was how people treat you, which is certainly the case, which is that more positive people attract more positive people because mm-hmm. positive people want to be around positive people. That's one mm-hmm. of the reasons that they're so positive. <laughs> right. Um, and that I, I like, that's just a, like a psychological truism. I think that that the more positive you are, the generally people, people generally mirror the people they're around. Um, and so if you're around positive people, you're going to be more positive. And if you mm-hmm. are positive, you're more likely to be around more positive people.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, Or people are more likely to respond mm-hmm. to you positively.
0: Right. So if we look at, and this is going to get... <clears throat> uh,
2: sorry, one, one thing yeah, though. Yeah. I will say that I think the secret and like the, like that law of attraction stuff is mm-hmm. actually, I think it does more harm than good. Um, the, because I, I, I think it puts a lot of the blame mm. of negative situations on people, on individuals, um, where I think the environment is actually a much stronger predictor of your situation than you are.
0: Right. Can you can you elaborate so, as to what you mean by that? You give an example so, of you?
2: For instance, um, I think a lot of people will say, "Oh, well, if you're not succeeding, it's because you're not putting enough mm-hmm. positive energy out. You're mm-hmm. not." Mm-hmm. You're not getting this, you're not putting that into the universe, and so it's not paying you back, right? Um, whereas, where, where, as it's, it's pretty, um,
0: like you can't just be like thinking good thoughts and then change nothing but your life. And well, for the best. well,
2: it, it doesn't matter, like, it doesn't matter what you're thinking if you are a do you know, yeah. African kid in, in Chad that has like nothing, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, like at that point, it's geographical. You know, it's not, there's, it's not like they're not succeeding and they're not rich and they don't have a great career because, because they're not putting enough positivity into yeah. the universe. It's like, no, they are in a geographical uh, dearth of resources. Mm-hmm. So there's no way they can ever succeed. Mm-hmm. Some people, and it, you don't have to be in Africa for this, you know, some people are just set up mm-hmm. to not be lucky. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, if you just put yourself out there, you will succeed <laughs> i mean, that's a lot of jobs i mean you got to apply in order to yeah for sure to succeed and people like positive people so like i think
0: the um sorry um is that oh go ahead okay yeah. I, I think the like because i totally agree like like for example if you have like down syndrome and you just be like man i'm gonna put on the universe. i don't have down syndrome anymore like that's never gonna happen right that's not or whatever um but i i i so and i totally agree with that like i i I definitely think that like you can ask the universe for everything, you know, but it's 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 not just magically going to happen. I think the idea of that book, and and again, this is kind of getting into like some weirder, more like counsily whatever stuff. But um, similarly to when you like your subconscious, right? So like the way that you program your subconscious, so it's like kind of like in the 15 minutes after you wake up and the 15 minutes before you like you actually go to bed, your brain level is like kind of like. You know it's kind of like digesting or whatever I, i'm i'm probably fucking all up. there's probably no evidence to it ever but the similar thing when you watch a movie and you just kind of like feel like you're immersed in it right like your subconscious is kind of like leveling and it implies that so then all of a sudden it's just like you're in the movie like you know whatever um and like so my counselor is like okay well like that's typically like where you want to like start re- like programming like if you want to like change your thoughts or whatever you got to like try to do it like that's why he's like okay. When you wake up, the first thing you should do is either meditate, or before you go to bed, the first thing you should do is kind of like meditate day or whatever, breathe and do like you're kind of like building there, because like that's kind of like what you program, like your your neurons and all that kind of stuff is like the easiest way to do that is when you're like in those stages or like The easiest way to talk to your subconscious essentially, um and so I think like what the what the secret stuff and all that kind of stuff is kind of getting at is not necessarily like you can just ask the universe for shit and like you know it's just gonna happen, but I think. It's more of like a like if you're constantly putting out there like things that you want or like things that you want to have happen in your life, I think you're you're kind of like programming your subconscious to like actively kind of want those things so that when opportunities arise like in your day to like to like um and let's just say like you're you're you have to make a decision at work or something like that uh and like and and you're you've been saying to yourself okay i want to i want to make like a million dollars or whatever i want to be rich i want to be rich i want to be rich give me all the money in the world whatever and so like your subconscious like i think your gut or whatever is gonna kind of change a little bit to like favor those decisions if that's what you've been you know kind of like telling yourself like so all of a sudden when an opportunity comes i think Mm -hmm. there's like it's kind of just like reprogramming yourself to be like oh like almost like the more positive kind of thing right if you change to be really positive typically more positive things will happen your way Whereas if you change like your subconscious to think like oh I really want this to happen or whatever, um, I think that it just kind of makes like the decision making like the things that you do at a micro level. If you're if you're constantly thinking about like what you want, um, then like you're probably going to start making different decisions immediately just based on like like does that line up with what I want essentially. And I think that's kind of like the the secret behind the secret is like if you just change your mindset to like constantly be asking for stuff from the universe what you're really kind of doing is just like kind of re like re-prioritizing the shit that you actually want to get done in your life um I, I, that's kind of like what my think thinking is of it because that's the only way that i can kind of relate that back to something that's that's remotely humanly possible you know because like again yeah. I'm very kind of scientific based where it's just like nothing just is gonna happen but yeah i think there's the, yeah
2: there's two parts to it which is that strengthening your goals you know, and, and having making, making your goals clear in your mind what you want um, helps to <clears> accomplish them.
0: Yeah, for sure. That, exactly. That's, that's essentially what I was trying to say. And so I was talking.
2: But when it comes to small decisions um, leading you or, or having your subconscious lead you towards these things to happen, I think what you're actually doing is you're programming your mind to attribute uh things that maybe wouldn't normal you wouldn't normally attribute to progress uh to progress it's it's sort of an exercise in superstition almost in that you're you're kind of making connections that you normally Mm. wouldn't be like oh man i made this
0: because of wow that decision happened because I exactly
2: you you're like because you're putting so much energy towards Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you're just gonna start noticing every single thing. It's kind of like when you see a car and you see yeah, you're car gonna start
2: feeling. You're gonna start feeling like your goal is getting closer mm-hmm. because chances are you are working towards that goal no matter what, right? But you're gonna probably have a more tangible feeling of getting towards it, mm-hmm. working yeah, towards okay. it. Okay, okay, I can because really I think on. you're rather than looking at the goal as your final, like you're you're either there or not. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see this roadmap of small decisions that lead you to it, which is true. Um. But maybe, you know, saying you, you might, uh, for instance, maybe you you put a lot of positive energy and work really hard on something and, and your boss comes up and is like, hey, really good job. Like you're really what we're looking for or something mm. like that. Mm. Maybe normally if you hadn't read The Secret and you hadn't, you would have just been like, oh, that's great. He likes me mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. But now you're going to be like, man, this is my, me putting positive energy into the universe is leading me closer to my goal. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, you're, you're kind of right. But it's also like there's nothing mystical about it. It's just right.
0: I, th- I think the I think the like the goal, though, is to because again, that's basically the placebo, right? You're just changing yeah. the, 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 dic- the dictation as to what's happening. It's going to happen no matter what. If you focus on that but if you attribute that then i think like cuz then all of a sudden you're going to you're going to be like oh shit this is this is like working so then all of a sudden you're going to put more energy towards exactly. that thing you're, and i think that kind of, is like what they're getting at essentially
2: Yeah, you're changing your narrative <clears throat> to reinforce itself yeah exactly <laughs> essentially.
0: which which i think is <laughs> um, is basically the entire synopsis of that 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 the secret is like is and and again this is going to throw back a little weird too but like if you look at like the world or like humanity and just like like you know we came from like, everything is just energy, right? Like, that's basically how everything is. Like, when we first started, we were just, like, a rock somewhere in the fucking universe. And then that, like, exploded and, like, a star or whatever happened. And, like, chemicals and, like, all this shit. And uh, eventually, like, we evolved. And But, like, all that's happening without... Like, the energy wasn't a thing. Nothing could... Everything would just die, right? So, at a certain point, like, we all were probably one organism or some fucking thing. I don't know. You know, can I kind of get what I'm saying? Like, like, at a certain point, like, we're just, like, this ball of, like, fucking nothing. And then like it evolves and and blows up into like this whatever we are now but energy is still kind of like at the very core of like like everything and i and i mean like like legitimately like electricity like you know um electrons and shit like that, like energy like that and so mm-hmm. some portion of me kind of believes like this like this freaking magical bullshit where it's like it's like okay like you know similar to like how positive people attract positive people i think that's just like the energy too is just kind of like like you know that that's like a like you're you're just the energy around you you know if that kind of makes sense is like like i think you just have like a more of a possible like that's why i think with the breathing and stuff like that the breathe book or whatever like i think that's kind of like what the the same thing they're getting at as well Where it's just like you know if you well actually actually not necessarily but like kind of like more of the uh you know like the placebo like wim hof or whatever which it's just like, like i think his energy is just so far towards that point where it's just like he can trick his brain into like just thinking that like you know he's able to do this and like you said like and then he can and i think like when other people kind of go to his seminars or whatever like he's just releasing that that same energy and they have no choice but to you know accept that and and do that and all of a sudden everybody there is kind of like on the same like wavelength as him um Ooh. like that's kind of like how i kind of view like that whole the same thing i was talking about the satellite dish is like what you put out there like the energy that you're putting out there is the energy you're going to get back right like so if you like are a miserable piece of shit Chances are everybody else around you is going to be like, oh my God, this guy's fucking miserable, whatever. And then, you know, their energy is now kind of like, I get over whatever. Um, So that's kind of like how I'm kind of, not viewing the world, but just like, it's just like an interesting thing to think about because of like, especially when you look back at like how, like, like, because even the Breathe book at the beginning of it, he kind of talks about how the world like evolved from nothing. It's like, well, at some point we were just like this fucking ball of whatever. And now like, we're all basically the same thing, especially if you were to zoom out, like even right now and look at us from like a like a bazillion light years away we're basically just like a cell in like a massive like like a, um organization right like like earth is really not that big when you when you zoom out a million different ways we're just like a, like an ant right like there's probably like a billion different earths or whatever you know or whatever like that when you look up that, that far away like it, like I, I kind of look at it as like we're just like like a like we're the same scale of an ant at just a different scale, you know. Right. Some aliens are probably just like, oh, we should yeah. step on this ant, just all of us immediately. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think um <clears throat> uh
2: energy is a tough thing to define. Um especially in our minds. I think energy is uh well for one thing it, it linguistically gets mixed up. Yeah in that yeah, for sure. we so, you know, like associating the energy you give off with the emotional energy you give mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. are two very, very different things. Um, and also like <clears throat> energy itself, I think people people kind of um, mystify it as well because it's a very difficult thing for people to really comprehend. And, um, but really like all energy is is potential. I mean it's or it's slightly different but Potential, I think, is, a, is another way of looking at it in, in that something has potential energy when it's given potential. And potential, the way that electrons move is through potential, right? Mm-hmm. Voltage mm-hmm. is the, the actual name for it. But, um, but like when it comes to like what energy is, energy is just the, the property of being able to move. It's kind of motion or being able to mm-hmm. do things. Um. Energy, uh, I'd say, like, like trying to give it this mystical property, is is kind of a mistake because, like, if you take a rock and put it at the top of a hill, it has more energy, but it's not like it hasn't been given any kind of. It actually intrinsically has not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything special about right, it except right. that now it's at the top of a mountain, mm-hmm. and height, um, actually, is the perfect physical. Uh, um, analogy to voltage for mm-hmm. electrons um, where uh, and, and actually if you, if you look at water flow you can actually get all the same equations as you can from uh, electricity oh that's cool um, because flow of electrons and flow of water act oh, yeah, the same, same way yeah. um, that uh, the, the um, so you can actually make like circuits with water mm-hmm um, and I remember learning this in fluid mechanics because we had a second year fluid mechanics course and, and uh, basically deriving the formula for voltage and, and potential energy or potential is uh, like voltage is actually the exact same as water head, it's called, which is height difference. Right. So it's the, the ability for one, for a water to move from this height to this height is the same for electrons to move from here to here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like these are physical they're kind of just physical uh measures of of certain states i I don't think you can really say that a person is given or like the energy you give off is the energy you're gonna mm-hmm. get back in that like i I don't think the rock- like the rock doesn't have anything special um when it's put at the top of a mountain once it rolls down it mm-hmm. hasn't
0: um yeah so it's so, oh, interesting. Sorry, so, okay, so kind of staying in that same analogy, <laughs> you know, <in> my brain <laughs> things. So, okay, so taking that analogy of the rock being at the top of the hill and having more, because there's more potential energy, right? The rock doesn't have anything, but it's at the top. So, if it starts to fall, it's going to have more energy, but the, the rock itself doesn't have. Is that, that kind of like what you're saying, right? That's no, The rock
2: has more energy. Okay, so the rock the just has more mountain, energy at the top. But it, 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 it uses that energy as it rolls down.
0: Right, okay. So, the rock just has more energy at the top of the mountain, right? Now, if you look at like when people are typically depressed or happy, you know, they use that same kind of like, um, resonance. It's like, oh, like if you're way up here, you know, that's generally looked at like you're doing well. And if you're way down here, then it means like you're depressed or whatever, right? Like you're like, oh, I'm on the top of the, whatever. Like, I feel like I'm on top of the world, right? So is it, could it, could it be the case that, uh, like your brain is almost kind of like faking itself into think that like it has more energy just because it's at the top of if you constantly think at the every day that you're you're like exceeding and you're like oh man i feel like i'm on top of the world today like wouldn't that essentially be the exact same analogy that you've just given about the rock and the height being like that whereas if you constantly think you're at the bottom of the thing the bottom of the hill and like your mind at some point like relates it to like a physical piece or whatever like you you're just not gonna have as much energy as the person who thinks they're at the top of that hill and then their brain kind of like resonates that to being like oh i'm physically in a better spot like is that that is that kind of like an interesting piece there? Bullshit.
1: I mean,
2: it's an analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be an analogy. So it's I mean, it's still like like the energies are not the same. <laughs> I I sorry. I like the point I was trying to make is that I think people kind of equate the two things, and mm-hmm. that they stop seeing it as an analogy and they start seeing it as actually being the same thing. they have been like, Oh, well this gives off energy. I give off energy. Mm-hmm. I am energy. We are all energy. Life is energy. Mm-hmm. When it's like, it's actually, you know, it's a little more complicated than that. And energy is really just the, what's causing stuff to move around. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to get more energy depending on your brain state. Um, you
1: uh said something what was it um which was hmm, i don't remember top, okay. bottom.
2: yeah um oh i was just gonna say i mean you you can also be at the top um without really having any mental without like uh, without being on purpose you can just take some like methamphetamines or something that'll give you more energy <laughs> yeah true. um but that's not necessarily good so like having more energy isn't always good cocaine gives you energy right um
0: but, but like mania, but if you've mania ever been is a on cocaine, problem they're, they're typically of... a lot more hell of fun to be around so technically you're giving off better <laughs> vibes you know <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's if Like, if, if, you, if I mean, you just
0: stumbled upon a bunch of people who were, like, high as fuck on heroin or something like that, but you had no idea, you'd probably be like, man, this is some good vibes, like, in this, like, you know, there's some, some good vibes in this room, right? We're just, like, happy as hell. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's just so after you're just like, oh, shit, that's actually not that good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's... <laughs> there's... <laughs> giving
2: off energy does require that you have more rest, too. Um, like people that are naturally manic, mm-hmm. usually have depressive yeah um, states as well. So I guess in that way uh, that that is a good analogy for the <clears throat> you know the the ups and downs of the mm-hmm. rock or whatever. <laughs> um, in that what if you give off you're actually it, it's not going to give you more energy. It's going to mm-hmm. leave you with a deficit. <clears throat> <clears throat> I think to like to like a a, a lot of it is is natural inclination. Right. And there's only so much you can actually fight against, or you mm-hmm. can fight against your own nature. Right. Um, which isn't to say that you can't. I mean, you certainly mm-hmm. can fight against your own nature, and you can try to... Uh, there are um, uh, genetic effects mm-hmm. to um, changing your, the way you, you live. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah. um, well, because like, one of the more interesting things, like... Like, just with, again, the whole counseling bit is, like... Because um, in counseling, typically, at least for me anyway, it comes down to, like, dealing with anxieties. <clears throat> like, you know, about, like, day-to-day life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, the anxieties, like, like, don't... They come from somewhere. Like, something happened to me at some point on my road for the specific form of anxiety or fear that I'm currently facing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> and similarly to uh, a lady or a person who's been in an abusive relationship... And then constantly just find themselves in more abusive relationships. And so yeah. like the, the technique that counselors use is to kind of like, like go back to like, if you have a fear of being cheated on or whatever, um, <clears throat> and you've been cheated on in the past, t- chances are like your brain got like rewired, like, like, you know, like you're physically like change those neurons in your brain. So that when yeah. this happens, Ooh. you feel those same triggers. Right, Mm -hmm. and some people have no idea. Like some people just, man, I don't know why I get so pissed off sometimes. I don't know why, like when she does this, I get like super insecure, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, And typically, it's because of that, like old, like that thing that happened to you, right? And so, like that's what like my counselor calls like little traumas or big traumas. Like every single thing that happened to you in your life is kind of um, is enforcing either in narrative or or like like in a good way or a bad way, right? Mm -hmm. Like if something happened to you as a kid and you interpret that as being Mm -hmm. scary. You might have like something that happens to you as an adult and that same neuron is going to trigger and be like, oh shit, this is, and then it's, you know, your, your brain is going to the survival mode, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so a lot of the counseling techniques are basically trying to put yourself mentally back to where that happened to you as a kid and then trying to like change the outcome of what, like in your brain, you know, so it's like my counselor uses an example of going to see like little Jude basically, right? So if like mm-hmm. Jude's crying and he's a kid because if something happened, you would go you know, you do a bunch of breathing, kind of like settle your heart rate down or whatever, get your subconscious, whatever kind of, you know, just like out of the now and just kind of more calm. And then you'd imagine like yourself as like an adult going to find this kid who like didn't have that, um, um, like he didn't have like the healthy way of dealing with it. And then the counselor basically walks you through of how to like counsel, like console that kid, the little version of you. And, you know, that's how like the some form of counseling heals those kind of like traumas, or whatever. And um, so I just find, like, all that kind of, like, interesting because, like, it's, it's like, a way of, of like, changing, like, the energy as well. Like, it kind of goes back to that same conversation, whereas if you're just putting negative energy out, like that that same example of somebody being in a, an abusive relationship, if you're constantly attracting, like is it, like, they do attract, they're attracting another relationship that's set up to be in trauma, right? Like another, like, Stockholm Syndrome, right? So it's, like, if you can change that narrative or whatever, you can change, like, where that is, then you can kind of, like, like you know it, it, like that's a part of what you would call like your environment or whatever the way you were raised but you can actually kind of like adjust that or the mindset like you know you can rewire those two neurons um and start building like the healthy habit version of that sort of thing does that make sense i don't know
2: absolutely yeah so so <clears throat> I, I think where my problem is is i i think by looking at these things in terms of energy and by looking mm-hmm. at them in yeah. terms of Scientific, positive and negative yeah. uh, i think that mystifies right. something that doesn't need to be mystified right i see i see I think, so So, um, absolutely the way to deal with trauma is re-narrativization and mm-hmm. cognitive behavioral therapy where mm-hmm. you can actually, um, where uh, you have the tools, you have the, yeah. the um, rationalizational, or you, you have the ability to rationalize things that you couldn't yeah. as a kid. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. you're looking, you're going, you're trying to get back to that state. It's kind of like a, you know, a scary movie. The only way to deal with it is by thinking about it over and over and over. Yeah. Things that have disturbed you, thinking oh about God. it over and over, it's exposure, yeah. exposure therapy, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but not just thinking about It's also saying, I know that it's just yeah. a movie. Or I know that mm-hmm. it's rationalization, which is something you're really bad at as a kid, and which is why you, you basically accumulate all this trauma. And, and right. certain people are more genetically susceptible to those, that trauma um, than others. Um, in, we we kind of refer to it as a biopsychosocial um, uh Way of looking psych- at things where it's social. like, so it's like, it's biological, it's sociological, social, um, and it's psychological. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's components. It's it, that's one of the, um, that's like the main, uh, theory of schizophrenia and that right. There's like, there's different components to it. Like, there's, it's, it has a genetic component, but if you have the genes necessary for it, doesn't mean you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. There is a mm-hmm. trauma component, but if you have that trauma, you're not necessarily going to get it. Mm-hmm. And there's an environmental, as, like There's all sorts of things that work together that give you schizophrenia. Um, not, none of those on their own is right. necessary right. or sufficient. You, you need some kind of combination of,
1: of yeah, those imbalance. things. Imbalance.
2: Exactly. Um, but that's kind of the way I look at most things is that there's this mixture of genetics and there's the environment that's dictating those genetics and how they end up. And then there's also the present in which you can actually um, try to direct that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> I think, yeah, like like CBT is like the gold standard, yeah, um, for dealing with those types of things by by re-narrativizing mm-hmm. the traumas that you have. Um, but I, I I just I I don't see a I think when people mystify that by trying to add positive and negative energy, it's, it's, more, about, it's, it's more just about rationalization. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily positivity. Because um, really, you don't necessarily want to look at your traumas in a positive light either. You want to rationalize them and be like, you know what? This, like, wasn't, my that, yeah, this yeah. wasn't my fault or whatever. It wasn't my fault. I had no way yeah. of dealing with this back then. I was a kid. And the people that were involved or, you know, they... They also probably didn't know what they were doing, or or were, or, or had an environmental um, trauma of some kind that led them to do this too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you try to like rationalize in such a way as like this just happened, right? And there's no reason to have any kind of feeling towards it. Um. So like, yeah, I'm a huge supporter of CBT mm-hmm. and uh, and <clears throat> therapy in general, but I I think um. Adding all these bits about um, there's there's sort of that Freudian subconscious right. and and um, the positive and negative energy and I think that stuff almost makes a makes a kind of a religion of yeah. uh, therapy yeah. mm-hmm. counseling that isn't necessary right um, I, I think it that. over it, it overmystifies mystifies something that really should just be rational
0: right right
2: and I think it actually works best when it's just rational
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah like you're, you're being like like you're kind of like the like the like the two neurons like you just put it almost dead simple like hey like there's there's a formula we just do this da, 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 and you just do that over hmm. and over and over again and you're good there's not like a magical yeah. aspect to it sort of
2: yeah yeah i think it, it can feel very magical because <clears throat> you've never experienced because like emotions so. are so yeah. hard to explain and the emotions are so hard to yeah. um because you feel it's them so yeah. yeah they're so like passionate like they're there's something that, to try to understand them, you feel like you need to go into like um, really mystical territory. Right. But if you just think of it in terms of, you know, I'm, uh, I have a particular set of chemicals in my brain mm-hmm. that correspond yeah, to chemicals. understanding mm-hmm. a situation and a certain number of chemicals associated with negative emotions. And so, trying to go to this memory that it's associated with negative emotions, and trying to think of it, uh, trying to think of it at the same time as the rational chemicals, and then brains that or neurons that fire together wire together. They, you, you just thinking about those two things together associates them and break and starts to deteriorate the association between the, the negative, negative yeah. emotional chemicals and that. You know, I, I think there's. You can really just look at it, and I mean, I don't know if that's exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. There's certainly more complicated than that, but but uh, you can look at it in such a way that it's really just I am trying to activate my, um, or I'm trying to think of this memory without activating my amygdala, which Mm -hmm. is connected to that negative
0: emotion. Right. The and try to
2: separate those two things.
0: The, like the really cool thing that I like about that, which kind of goes back to the whole breathing thing and you know, thinking mm-hmm. yourself into healing or whatever, because that's basically what you're doing. <clears throat> when, you're, when you have those chemicals, the negative chemicals, and you constantly have like anxiety or whatever, you're basically saying <clears throat> that you have the ability to think about stuff. That's all you're doing is you're just thinking about a negative thing. But then you have tools to kind of go and like rewire the way that you, you interpreted that and all you're really do, you're not do like you're literally just sitting there, closing your eyes and thinking about something, and then you're changing the way that your brain is chemically wired. And that's why I kind of sort of believe some of like the, the shit where it's like, like if you put like your healing energies towards like something, I, I feel like there's there's like stuff that does happen there. Like if like you know like you know I can't explain it or anything like that, but um, that's just kind of like what I what I've been getting at is kind of like I I'm, I think because everything is just chemicals if you. Are feeding your brain like these healthy things like the way that cbt is done or whatever you revisit you your but it's all just in your head and you're just telling your brain remember down fucking figure this out right um i feel like that same that's kind of like what's being applied in like books like breathe and like these other ones where just like um you know like look at it like you kind of see what, I, what i'm getting at there like it's that's that's just the way that i kind of rationalize i guess how how some miracles might be happening um like even even like the other day, like when I was sick or whatever, I was just like I was like, Yeah, fuck, I'm gonna try this thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, Man, I just really wanna not be sick. So I was just like I'm just gonna fucking I don't know. I don't even know what I was doing. I was just like, I'm just gonna fucking don't be sick anymore, you know. Just like telling my brain, I was like, I'm not sick, I feel healthy, I'm 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 not sick anymore. Like
2: the Bernie Stinson
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? But I was just kind of like I was like, I'm just gonna put my mindset into somebody who's not sick. Um and like it's weird because like I don't know if I felt any better or I don't know if I did anything differently um but it's just kind of like an it's just like okay that's is like it's just like a weird you know kind of thing like that right that's kind of like how i rationalize like the entire thing It's just it's, like you said it's just chemicals you're just telling your brain that so why why does that work for that and why can't it work for other things Hmm. yeah i
1: think
2: um part of it's just that it's so complicated that yeah kind of hard to rationalize it itself for sure um but I think you know your environment is a source of input to your brain, mm-hmm. but your brain also sources its own input um, right. through memories and through imagination and through like creativity, um, and it's certainly influenced by environment. Uh, but you can—it's um, not necessarily rewiring only. It's also—it's actually um, part of it is, is re uh, is re—is that certain inputs direct the genetic output of your Mm. genes um and the fact that we have the ability to use our brains as an input or as an output like that we can actually output to you can use certain centers of your brain can can act as an input to others (laughs) um we can actually use our brains kind of as an environment we can use it as a almost like a virtual environment to to gain experience that is contrary to a particular narrative Mm -hmm. you can actually use your own brain to generate challenges to your narrative yeah that's what is so mystical about or what's so hard to wrap your mind around (laughs) yeah no kidding um we literally have you know you have a part of your brain that is able to create a a (laughs) false image of a memory that is linked to something else it's not also not necessarily I, i think um we often say rewiring, but it's not necessarily rewiring. It's actually adding additional wires. Yeah, it's
0: just making those, those stronger than the other ones, essentially. Yeah, Yeah.
2: exactly. And, and it's, it's not unlearning, it's relearning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, it comes up in um, rat studies mm-hmm. where uh, you, you uh, will shape a particular ha- behavior. So you get them so they're pressing a lever to take a drug. Yeah. And then you take away the drug. <clears throat> but you still give them the lever and there's something called extinction where you'd see how long they'll keep pressing the lever without, Mm -hmm. without the, uh, the the actual reward. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Without the reward. And over time they will now stop the, the, the terminology is that they will relearn or they will to, to, so now that they are learning that the lever doesn't do that. Right. Um, and that's, that's actually the same thing you're doing with, with CBT. Right. Yeah. Um, you're changing the reward, so mm-hmm. instead of the drug, or instead of your negative emotion that's attached to it, you're trying to uh, think of that memory with something, some other thing.
0: Yeah. And so it's that not you that you're yeah. free,
2: it's not that you're unlearning or forgetting. <clears throat> yeah. Because you're not unlearning. It's just Always that you're there. relearning to associate. Yeah that memory with something else
0: because the, the whole idea like you just you change the outcome of what you're typically would do as a result of the way that you've learned that yeah and the outcome of a negative person negative memory is going to be a thing so you can somehow shape that to be a positive thing that's like it's not like you're you're just magically going to forget about that memory happening it's not like it didn't happen to you either it's just mm-hmm. that you're changing the way that you react to that which is right what so with a
2: rat that. with a rat the out the the uh <clears throat> Con- the kind of conclusion of that, the the behavioral conclusion is that they will press the lever less.
0: Yeah, right. But it's still because it's not be giving
2: there. them the reward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They might remember that one th- at one point it gave you the reward. Yeah, but now it doesn't. Right. And that's the same thing again with the with the behaviors or with the um, negative memory is this beha- this memory used to affect me mm-hmm. this way, but now. Because my brain is a plastic, constantly learning thing, I uh, actually learned that this memory now is associated with something else, and, uh, and doesn't affect me that way anymore.
0: Not for sure.:
2: It's such a powerful tool that we have. Um, That's why I find it so interesting. Like, what's also amazing about it is that it's been around for so long, like that, that idea of, of being able, to, like CBT, yeah. has been part of so many ancient, um mm philosophies i mean it's 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 kind of stoic it's very stoic that well method. i
0: like i absolutely like that's why like um because i i didn't do counseling until last year right and i go mm-hmm. every week religiously um if nothing else just to like kind of learn because like i still have a ton of of things that i do like nothing like i never had a crazy traumatic experience i mm-hmm. never was abused as a child et cetera, etc cetera, etc cetera, et cetera, right um, but you know, like my counselor says like that like there's still little traumas like big traumas mm-hmm. little traumas and like like even just stupid shit that you wouldn't think about like sh- literally shapes the way that I behave and and to be able to like be told like hey, you can actually change the way that you react to things like you don't have to feel insecure when somebody does this or like you don't have to mm-hmm. you can change that It's like, what the fuck like really like that's I it it blew my mind when I started like doing that like the Cbt stuff and I was just like whoa, like this is like this is like the coolest thing in the world. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you take the opportunity to do this? Like, or, Like, that's why I've become such an advocate for like just mental health and stuff like that. It's because I didn't even know it oh, was a dude, thing. You know? Like
2: we need to be teaching this to children. Like, Oh, for sure. Like, I, like so perfect example. So of like a minor trauma or something mm-hmm. where, where <clears> I remember <throat> at a well, well, when yep. we were growing up, going to school, um, we were pretty, i don't know poor (laughs) yeah so like my mom got me all like secondhand yeah uh uniforms right and they were not particularly white because they're old they were like kind of off yellow yeah and so i remember people used to say like oh you're dirty or you or your (laughs) clothes are yellow like people would talk about that and i remember that so vividly that Mm -hmm. like to this day like i'm always kind of like I always want to be wearing super clean yeah. clothes that yeah. are like, really like, I never want to be caught in that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, re- like that doesn't matter. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that I still feel that, mm-hmm. like that I need, I want to always have new clothes.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's, because I
2: grew it's up wearing, like, you know, it's like, that is a perfect example of yeah, something where trauma. it's like, I could just like easily, well, not easily, but, but I can probably, I could probably work on that Yeah. and then not care about that anymore. Cause it, really shouldn't matter like, but the interesting I mean obviously thing... wanting to be clean is one thing but but yeah. like being obsessed with wanting to present yourself mm-hmm. um so that people don't judge you or the way yeah. you're i don't know
0: the, like... the interesting thing to me is like is like when i learned like like how much that like so that for example that memory that you had like mm-hmm. it's interesting to learn how much that actually affects everything else you know like you might think it's just you just want to wear clean clothes but there's probably like a bunch of other things like that like 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 by addressing that you're just like whoa like now i understand why i do this. like for example like there's been some things that i've learned about myself where it's just like like i don't know why i always feel this way about this and then like it's like oh and then you know my counselor be like okay well let's let's figure out why you know and that's basically all he does like his entire job is to ask you why like why do you feel this? And I'd be like i don't know and he'd be like well why figure it out And so you just sit there for like an hour until you like figure it out and like sometimes like like i'll have a problem like at work, I'll just be like, man, why do I feel like I can't solve this problem? And it'd be, like, related to, like, some stupid fucking thing that, as, like, a kid where are just, like, like, I was weeding, my dad would be like, oh, that's not good enough, you know? It's, yeah. like, and that, that one small thing is, like, responsible for, like, 90% of, like, the reasons that's why I feel insecure at, like, work, like, all this, yeah. it's, like, Jesus Christ, like, like, you always, and, and my counselor, even, he puts it in a good, a good way. He's, like, he's, like, Tyler, I've been a counselor for, like, 20 years, uh, and I still see a counselor every week because and and i think i have a handle on he you know he calls it his shit he i think i have a handle on my shit but there's always a way for it to like creep back in like you said you're not rewiring it's it's always gonna be there you know it's always but it shows up in a different way and so for me that's why i like going to therapy is because it's just like it's like it's like i know there's like a ton of shit i gotta work on and that's like the most annoying part about it too it's like every time i go like, okay, I have a, like i can have effort. a thing yeah well, it's like an effort but like every time i go like there's there's what i think i'm going to talk about in that therapy session and then there's like what actually we end up talking about and it's just like like fuck it's actually kind of depressing because you, you go there and you're just like i i need like a seven hour session every day yeah. for like the next 10 years to like you know <laughs> it's just like holy crap um yeah. that's what i i really quite like it is because like i'm becoming a better person or <clears throat> like the tools that i have now to deal with it um like those kind of things, the way that I respond to stuff, like the triggers that set me off. Like I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine myself not having these. Like I would, there's just so many, I can't imagine I went this long without knowing how to even like feel about certain things. You know, like it took mm-hmm. me a good five months before I even felt any emotion towards any of the things that I was like dealing with. I was just like, was like, how does that make you feel? And I was like, what do you, what the fuck do you mean? Like, just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean feelings? Like, and he was like, I was like, Oh shit. Like, this is like a, like, damn. That's why, like, a lot of these questions that I ask now are, like, as a result of, like, being more like having a higher emotional intelligent quotient, you know, like, more an emotional IQ or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. EQ, I guess. So that's, that's, like, I don't know, that's, like, the the nature of, like, this whole whole chat, I guess. So that's what I've just been found. Really been interesting. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, that's great, man. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I think, like, it's, it's kind of it's weird that I guess it's cultural, but like our, like the cultures that we grew up in, we just weren't taught, especially taught as guys, handle. especially as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also, it's not necessarily just like West, well, it is Western culture for sure, yeah. but, but um it's also like the cultures of that our parents came from.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, for like sure. Like our,
2: like our European heritage is very much like you deal with your troubles through, you know, drinking yeah. and prayer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. even though it's like actually well you know like there's a lot of like eastern philosophy and ancient like roman or greek philosophy that like has been known for so long and practiced in so many cultures that works mm-hmm. um these tools are like known to work uh, we just don't get taught them because, yeah which is insane you know, like... i don't know they get forgotten for some <laughs> reason um by the by our particular cultures mm-hmm. uh, yeah so it's definitely uh it's interesting it's uh, i i have thought about that before like why Mm -hmm. why is it that i don't know i didn't learn this yeah why didn't i learn cbt as a kid or even like meditation too Mm -hmm. where it's like just being able to kind of clear your mind and hypnotize Mm -hmm. yourself into a state of alertness
0: yeah i like i find like every day like, and it's ever since I moved into this particular condo, like I've been on a roll in terms of like my morning routine and whatnot, um, where like every day I'll wake up and I'll meditate for at least 10 minutes. If I, if I wake up later or whatever, I'll try to do at least five. But then I've got two journals that I write in every single day. One is like the, like the, basically the, like my own version of myself as a counselor. Like I, I'd be like, oh, I felt like this because this happened. I'd be like, why? Why did I feel like that? Oh, like why? It's just continually drilling down that problem until like it's, Mm-hmm. It's like like you said, you rationalize it like, oh well this is because of some stupid thing or whatever. Um and so every day I, I write in that journal and then every day I write in like the gratitude one, which is more of like the healthy positive energy or whatever, like, Oh, I'm mm-hmm. thankful that I have all this shit or whatever. Um and like I found like even just that, that the the journal the, the shit journals what what uh, my counselor calls it, like we write down like how you felt and like what happened like why did you respond to this way that alone has reinforced so many of the tools like that you know i've been learning over the past like year it, it's actually crazy because like i'll i'll like uh bring that journal to counseling sometimes and i'll be like man i felt like this and then like i'll read him like through and he'd be like jesus christ dude you like you just like you just broke down that like you know like he's like man you're using and i was like if i if you told me even what journaling was a year and a half ago i'd be like man that sounds like bullshit like that sounds like the stupidest shit in the world i'm gonna write about what am i gonna write about you know but now it's just kind of like uh, it's almost like a, a formulaic way of dealing with like stuff, which I find just so interesting. Like the shit that I end up finding on my own, like, like I'll write down something that'd be like a girl problem. And then eventually it'll just be like at the bottom of it. It'll be like, well, when I was younger, this happened. I was like, damn it. Like, you know, that's fucking weird. You know, like it's <laughs> it's super, super cool. I I, yeah. I don't know. It's just fascinating to me, like the way that like that, that powers in all of us, you know, but yeah. Well, taught. dude, that's
2: that. That's literally what the essay was designed to. Before. Right. The, the structure of the essay was designed to be a th- uh, like a th- way of thinking through things. Mm. The thesis was your initial, basically your initial thought or belief, your hypothesis, right. and then you'd work through. You'd basically just write down your thoughts about this thing in in a categorized way, and then you write your conclusion. And you go back to the thesis and you go, how, look at how much your thoughts have changed mm. just by looking at something methodically. Um. Mm. I really thought yeah, about like that. That's interesting. It's interesting, right? Like you, like the way it, an essay was meant to be was not necessarily to be to persuade other people, but to look, look, look persuade through persuade yourself, rifle your, <laughs> through your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or they put your thoughts down onto paper in such a way that you can um, argue it yourself.
0: So, and I know we got to wrap up pretty quickly here, but like, so, so just going back to the essay thing, was it, is it expected that it was just your thoughts alone or was it expected that you would start with a hypothesis and actually go and like do some research and then come back and be like, like this, or was it literally just like thinking and being like, like you're just sitting there writing and you just write the entire time. And then throughout that whole session, you're kind of like changing your thoughts while you think about them. Or is it kind of like you're writing went on Monday, then you do some stuff on Tuesday, and then you come back on Wednesday? and like Is that the case, or a bit of both? Or what? Um,
2: I don't know if it's necessarily a set of rules, to be honest. It's right, just something like Charlie so. told me at one point, so I don't even know if it's true. But, uh, it, so- it sounds right. Like but it sounds... I think, yeah, it sounds right. Um, yeah, I would assume it was probably meant to be done in one, setting, or one sitting, but I have no idea.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. History of the essay
1: that's yeah, so um, cool an attempt yeah I mean essay is to try or to attempt okay means it. French I guess.
0: <laughs> cool well I think we should probably wrap this one up this has been a pretty cool yeah, pretty good, good, good chat
2: great good I chat I think I'm bullshit or not hmm no <laughs> 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 rationally no <commanded>. way man. <laughs> it's just like yeah that's why I like reading
1: those books
0: is because it 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 like puts that it's like whoa i never thought about like this you know like that's why i just love like oh, reading yeah. in general it's just like and and mm-hmm. like man it's actually crazy how much i i enjoy reading like non-fiction like like stuff that's real only real yeah. it's just like man i want to think better you know i want to
2: yeah i recently read um a book called chaos by james gleek mm-hmm. um just changes the way you look at the world. Although I, it's very, like, physics-y and mathematical, but... Um, also a
0: movie based off of Jason Statham's. So. Actually, probably not based uh, off of it. <laughs> a veteran detective joins force with a rookie policeman? That's not what you're talking yeah, I'm about? I'm going to say that's not it.
2: No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's just, like, the history of chaos theory. Right. So, huh? um, But uh, it's really, really, like, just interesting the way Damn. so much of the world is not... Uh, you can't actually capture it in... Uh, in linear equations, it's a it's a really um,
0: look at that one. Is it, it's gonna be pretty dry. Eh?
2: Uh, I think it's interesting, but um, it's yeah. dense. I guess it's like because you, it's you pretty, listen to uh, it, right?
0: When you say you read, your yeah, I listen to it. it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe I'll start. Yeah. Um, cool. You know what? something I just thought too. Like last thought as well is like I wonder. Like hopefully we live both of you and me, a very long life, and I hope we continue to chat like this. But I wonder, <laughs> like if we if we were to continue recording these podcasts, we got to the end. Uh-huh. Like we're both like eighty five. Like you know, forgetting shit and all that kind of stuff. Like I wonder like episode ten thousand one hundred and two is gonna be. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I wonder if it's still be to talking about the same boring shit that we're talking about now, or if it's gonna actually be like like we're like like super intellectual sages. People are like paying to listen to our podcast.
2: We'll probably be talking about like Ocarina of time still. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you remember <laughs> what kind of video games are you playing? <laughs> or just like the like episode like nine thousand to ten thousand is the exact same one because we both had dementia. So it's just like, <laughs> like the same thoughts over and just over. Start <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, well, we yeah. should probably wrap this up. Hope so. um, All right. Thanks for the chat. And there's been another episode of the, the Dude, Dude and, pod and Tyler pod. podcast. Tyler podcast. Ty
1: podcast. Pod, Ty, Ty. Pod, Ty pods. The Lurpod.